On episode 319 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Starlink goes digital, Mortal Kombat heading back to the arcade. Uh, Wario 64 shares some leaks with us from Best Buy, uh, new NES games, and first looks on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Chris N. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Before we get started on the news, I just want to thank uh, a couple of people for the reviews over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really does help when you guys go there and give a five-star review. It only takes a couple minutes, so please uh, take a couple minutes out of your time if you're enjoying the show and you think other people would like it too, and leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. I want to thank Pink Flamingo Clownfish. That's one person. Awesome name. Made me laugh. And Meritor Man. Uh, thank you guys for those uh, five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts. You are awesome. Uh, let's talk about Starlink. Starlink, for those of you that don't know, is this game that, that it, it, it was at E3 a couple of years ago. And the way that they unveiled this was really weird because the whole toys to life genre was kind of dying off. Like it was just, it was going the way of the dodo. Uh, the toys to life genre was dying off. And, um, you know, uh, oh God, what was the the one that kind of started it all? I can't, I can't remember the name of Skylanders. Skylanders kind of had started it all. And like, they just kept pumping out Skylander game after Skylander game over and over and over again. And then, um, Disney got in the mix. They were started making a bunch of Disney stuff. They had Disney Infinity, and then they brought uh, Marvel stuff to Disney Infinity, and then they bought brought Star Wars stuff to Disney Infinity. Then there was Lego um, Imaginations. I can't remember the Lego game, uh, but uh, you had all kinds of like uh, Back to the Future mixed with Doctor Who, mixed with Adventure Time like all these different sets. And it's kind of cool. You had like this portal that plugged in via USB into your console. And then you tapped the character that you wanted to play as on the on the on the little portal and it brought them into the game, which was kind of cool. Uh my son loved playing Skylanders and he's he he had Disney Infinity as well. Uh, and by far the best figures were the Disney figures, in my opinion. I think that they looked fantastic, especially the Star Wars ones. Like, I, I almost bought some of the Star Wars figures just because I thought that they looked really cool. Um, but anyway, so Ubisoft unveils um Starlink on uh, or at E3. And, you know, a lot of people were kind of scratching their heads like, where are they going with this? Why are they suddenly bringing back this, I don't want to say dead genre, but dying genre? Uh, it seemed like a huge, huge mistake uh, for them to to do that. And it seems like maybe we've all been proven right 
However, I, I don't want to get to that part where where they've been proven or where we've been proven right yet. Um, it finally came out after a couple of years, and it, it it came out on the Nintendo Switch as well as other consoles. But it came out on the Nintendo Switch with something special. Um, it came with Star Fox stuff, and a lot of people were like, "Oh my God, this is this is really cool." And it still had the Toys to Life thing, but you could also buy the game digitally. And uh, if you if you bought the game digitally, you didn't have to deal with having all of the plastic stuff, which I myself. I'm not interested in the plastic stuff. I don't really want that stuff. Although I'm sure that, but right behind me, you can, where is it? Right behind me, you can see, uh, there's the R-Wing from my son's, uh, my son's set. He's, he hadn't really played with it in a while. So I kind of brought it upstairs and put it on the shelf. Um, cause otherwise it's just sitting in the living room collecting dust. Um, I, I didn't really want the plastic stuff, but you know, I think that there's a lot of people out there that, that, that do want the plastic stuff. So let's talk about plastic stuff. This game has been on sale over and over and over again. Like the full set with the plastic stuff has been on sale for ridiculously cheap prices. I think like 20 bucks at some point, um, which is, that's a crazy price. Like you'd like, and that's probably, that's the reason we have it is because it was so cheap. It just kept getting cheaper. And uh, there, there's this post on, um, on the Starlink subreddit, which is slash r slash Starlink game, uh, talking about the fact that the that the uh, Starlink toys, like they're not going to be bringing out more plastic stuff. Which I know that there's going to be people out there that are disappointed. I'm not really disappointed because I wasn't interested in buying that stuff anyway. Um, but this is from the Starlink dev team. It says pilots of the Starlink initiative. Thank you so much for the warm response to the new Starlink content announced during the February Nintendo Direct. With the announcement of the new content of arriving this April, we felt that it was important to provide an update on the topic of physical toys. Starlink Battle for Atlas has been a passion project for us from the start. We are incredibly proud of the modular Starship technology we have developed and how well players have responded to it. I'm going to pause there for a second and just explain. Um you kind of build your ship on top of your controller and you can take parts off and put it on and then that happens in the game, which is really cool. I like the modular design. Uh, they went on to say, despite the immense and continuous support from players, the sales for Starlink Battle for Atlas fell below expectations. That's why we've been getting all them sales. Uh, consequently, we recently made the decision to not release any additional physical toys for the spring update and in the future. As part of our effort to do right by our passion and dedicated community, passionate and dedicated community, we are currently hard at work on our biggest update to the game so far, and we are pleased to tell you all that there will be new digital ships, pilots, and weapons to collect. Additionally, there will be a ton of free content to expand your games, such as additional missions, challenges, and new activities to engage in throughout Atlas. Uh, oh, activities to engage in throughout Atlas. Uh, including content that was inspired by community suggestions such as Outlaw Racing. We're very grateful for the support we received from players around the world and can't wait 
uh, for everyone to get their hands on the next big update launching this April. We'll see you in the stars, the Starlink development team. So that, I mean, that says it all. The, the game was constantly on sale because of poor sales, uh, which it surprises me as cheap as it got. I'm surprised that more people haven't, haven't picked it up. It also got really, really good reviews. Like a lot of people were really enjoying that game, but I think a lot of people were like me and they were, and they basically said, look, I don't want all this plastic stuff in my house. It's just too much stuff. And the Toys to Life thing was fading already because people were kind of sick of it. Kind of the same way where all the plastic instruments that we had in our houses 10 years ago for Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Um, like that was as huge fad and it was really, really popular. And then the fad died. It, it all went away and now it's gone. And like I have the physical version of Star. Well, that's not true. My son has the physical version of Starlink uh, because it was so cheap. It was just like you you couldn't not buy it at that price. But unless you're watching, like the only reason I knew about it is because I pay attention to Nintendo stuff and that went on sale and I was like, we're snapping that up right away. Um, so I, I think that it's too bad that they put a lot of resources into it. I'm happy that I got a cool R-Wing for my shelf out of it. Um, my son can come up and grab it anytime he wants, but it sits up there and it looks cool. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's just people don't want that stuff. And I, I hope that this game continues to do well digitally. Because it seems like Ubisoft is is doing a good job trying to support it. And I, for one, think that that's awesome. When a developer continues to support content, or I'm, I'm sorry, support a game with free content. I didn't realize that I was on this screen. Sorry about that. Uh, I think it's great when a, a developer continues to support a game with free content. And uh, I'm, I haven't played any of it. Yet. I saw my son playing it. It looked really fun. I have not sat down to play it. I put it in my, my Switch one day in order to play it, and then <laughs> I had to update it. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not playing it right now, and then I just never got around to it again. Uh, so that's still a game that I have to check out. I've heard really good things about it, and I'm looking forward to it, um, but it's all digital from here on out, and personally, I think that's probably the better way to go. And uh, that doesn't really affect me. But I know that there's a lot of collectors out there that are like, oh, man, I really liked being able to, you know, put the ship on my on my controller and and, you know, take take off the rocket launcher and put on the ice launcher or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's too bad that 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 had to fall by the wayside. What do you guys think is how many people out there bought Starlink? And how many people bought it digitally or physically? In fact, that you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to make a poll. All right. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, first off, what are you doing? Follow me on Twitter. All right. I'm going to do a tweet. All right. Are you ready for the tweet? Here we go. It's going to say, if it ever opens, um, how many of you only have the digital version of Starlink? question mark and we'll make it a poll physical digital 
Not at all. And the next episode will be on the... Um, I'm not sure what day it will be. Uh, the next episode will be on Saturday the 6th. Ah, no, don't discard the tweet. Uh, so that's two days. So we'll put two days on there. And we will use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Tweet. There we go. So you guys can respond to that poll and we'll find out exactly like of the people who listen to this show, exactly what's going on there. All right, let's move on. And we're going to talk about something that is coming back. Well, not really. Okay, this next thing is a contest. And it's a contest to win something really, really cool. It comes to us from Rockstar Energy Drink, which I think that that stuff is lame. I'm not interested in energy drinks. I don't I hate how that stuff is always marketed towards gamers. I find that really, really irritating. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 11 is either out or coming out. I think it's. It, I think it comes out later this month. And I guess if you buy uh, cans of Rockstar Energy Drink, then you have a chance to win a really, really cool looking Mortal Kombat 11 arcade like this is like a one-of-a-kind thing uh an actual stand-up arcade machine and it just looks so cool um i wish that arcades still existed because this is the kind of thing where i would go back to an arcade and play a game like this i wouldn't i wouldn't play like i'm not interested in mortal Kombat on on my my console i'm not going to pick it up for the switch uh, I also have a PS4 that I'm not going to pick it up for. I'm not really interested in that, but I would definitely walk into an arcade and drop some some quarters into an arcade cabinet and play. I mean, you can't even see it, but right over there is an arcade cabinet. It's an Asteroids Deluxe arcade cabinet that's just off camera. Um, I you know I I almost rotated the camera. I'm not going to do that because I got it exactly where I want it. Um. But like right off camera, I've got an arcade. I think arcades are, are, are arcade cabinets are cool. Um, that there's something to be said about going into an arcade and putting your quarter up on the. I, yeah, I'm dating myself because I'm showing how old I am. Because that's what we used to do when I was in high school. You would go into the arcade, you would put your quarter up on the screen that sh signified I got next. Whoever wins, I'm fighting you next, and that's how you basically did it. And I would love to walk into an arcade, put my quarter up on the screen, and and get my tail kicked by somebody in Mortal Kombat 11. And man, that arcade cabinet looks really cool. If you don't know, if or if you're listening to the show and not watching, uh, go and uh, uh, check out the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com, and you can see exactly what it looks like for episode 320. By the way, at the beginning of the episode, I said 319. It's episode 320. Sometimes I'm dumb. Uh, anyway, what do you guys think? I think it's a really cool arcade cabinet. It's just a shame that you can't actually play it anywhere unless you win, in which case I guess you're going to drink a lot of Rockstar energy drink, and you shouldn't drink that stuff, guys. You should just drink water. Water's where it's at. Water's cool. Hello, look. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. 
After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is some pretty pretty good stuff posted by Wario64. If you guys don't follow Wario64 on Twitter, you absolutely should. This guy constantly finds the best deals and posts them to Twitter. Uh, for a while there, I even had him like, he was one of the few people that I had alerts on when he tweeted uh, because I wanted to know when the when the uh, NES Classic was going to be out or the Super Nintendo Classic or something like that. Uh, So I had his alerts, but he tweets like nonstop. So if you're looking for good deals on video games, follow Wario64. Uh, But he recently posted a series of tweets. The first one said that there was some information found in the Persona 5S website source code. Uh, it's, it was a notice letter. It said, I will show you a new monster thief that will overturn the world's cognition. We are excited about the voice of the meeting. Once again, I will receive your heart at Gokuigan or so I can't say, I don't know how to say what it said. Um, or I don't know how to pronounce what it said. And it said from the phantom thief. Uh, and then in related news, persona five for the Nintendo switch was leaked by Best Buy uh, employee terminal. Um, Wario64 says he can confirm that it is in Best Buy's system, and he gives a source. I'm, I'm clicking on the source right now so the video people can see the source. And sure enough, there's a screenshot of a of a computer, and it shows... Persona 5 for Nintendo Switch listed at $59.99, unavailable to order. Um, now, it's not like that's unfakeable. It's easily faked. Uh, anybody could have faked that. Even I could fake that. Like, I could do that with Word. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's easily fakeable. Uh, but Wario64 is somebody that I trust, and and he said that uh, that he can that he sees it in Best Buy's system. Uh, other things that were listed by Best Buy, uh, was Best Buy's employee system also leaked Metroid Prime Trilogy for Nintendo Switch, along with, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, and this is the big one. This is the one that, that kind of blew my mind. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past for Switch. Um, and that's not a typo, because Link's Awakening is already in the system. So... Best Buy's employee. Oh, and by the way, since uh, all of these tweets came out, Best Buy Best Buy has removed all of this stuff. Uh, we don't know if it was a mistake or if it was a typo or if it was 
along the lines of somebody working at Best Buy thinking that they were hilarious. We have no idea what exactly is happening here. Don't take this to mean that all of these games are definitely coming to the Nintendo Switch, but it certainly makes sense. Now, the idea of A Link to the Past coming to Nintendo Switch and being in Best Buy system, that is very interesting. And the reason why it's so interesting to me has a lot to do with the fact that um, we have had rumors that we would be getting Super Nintendo games uh, as part of our Nintendo Switch Online subscription. Uh, There's been rumors about that for a while. It makes a lot of sense. As Nintendo uh, goes through their NES library and eventually they're going to run out of games that they can put. They're they're certainly not going to put every game that was ever on the Nintendo Entertainment System on the Nintendo Switch Online Nintendo Entertainment System library. Oh my God, Um, that's hard to say. They're certainly not going to put every game on there. Uh, due to licensing issues, that kind of stuff. We're not going to get every game, and there's just nothing you can do about that. But as Nintendo goes through and starts to run out of stuff to bring, uh, you know, they only want to bring pretty good games. They they only can bring games that they have the license to, and maybe third parties won't let them. Then they're going to have to start moving on to Super Nintendo games. It, that makes perfect sense. That's what we would expect. That's kind of what has happened in the past with Virtual Console. But for them to, for Best Buy to list The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, a Super Nintendo game, on their site, even if it is under the employee thing, that's kind of weird. Because that means that it's something that you would be able to buy from Best Buy. So is it a cartridge? Is it a remake? Is it the original game? Um, What the hell is happening? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe it's a, an amiibo. I don't know. That would be kind of cool if there was a, a pink haired Link amiibo from the Super Nintendo days. So maybe that's what it is. There's a billion things that it could be. It could also just be people making up lies. Who knows? But I think that that's pretty interesting. And it certainly doesn't say um, that that you can't... Um, it, how do I want to say this? It certainly... This existing certainly doesn't mean that we're never getting Super Nintendo games in the Nintendo Switch Online thing. Okay? Uh, Res TV in chat says... Unless it's for a download code for an eShop SNES version, maybe we'll be buying SNES games instead of getting them for free with an online membership. Yeah, that's that's the that's kind of where I was trying to go with that. But the idea of paying for Super Nintendo games when we're getting the NES games for free, like that is gonna rub people the wrong way. That is gonna tick some people off. And I think I might include myself in that, in that, in that group of, Hey, we're giving you money every month or for me every year. Cause I bought the, I bought the family plan, the year long plan. And it's not like we're really doing it for the NES games. We're doing it because we want to play games online. The NES games are just a bonus. But if you had asked any of us, 
what would make that more attractive it would have been super nintendo games would have made that a lot more attractive and not only would it make would we have said that or not only have we said that before we also um like even nintendo has said we're looking for ways to entice people to keep playing or, or or keep their Nintendo Switch online subscription active. Like they are actively looking for ways to keep us paying because they saw a significant number of people drop off from that. Uh, they said that at an investor's meeting. So they're looking for ways to improve that. And one of the ways that they could definitely improve that is to give us Super Nintendo games. I'm not going to go through all of the problems that I have with Nintendo Switch Online, of which there are many, although I still pay for it because I think it's worth it. Um, But Super Nintendo games would have gone a long way towards convincing people to re-up because even though the Nintendo Entertainment System was fantastic and it saved the video game industry back in 1985 in October when it released it didn't have nearly as good a library of games as the Super Nintendo did. The Super Nintendo had some amazing games in in, in that library. And I would, I, I would really not like to have to buy all of the Super Nintendo games one by one. I would prefer to have it be part of my Netflix subscription, if, uh, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. I'm curious as to what you guys think of this. Let me know. Speaking of the Nintendo Switch uh, NES online stuff, uh, we're getting three games that uh, this was tweeted out by Nintendo of America. Uh, The three games that we're getting this month, it comes out on the 10th of April. Uh, That would be Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream, not the Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It's the same game. They just changed the... uh, the pigment of Mike Tyson and made him Mr. Dream, basically. Uh, then there's Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels. If you've never played this, this is the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2 that was not released over here in the U.S. originally. That's why they brought Doki Doki Panic, rebranded that as Super Mario Brothers, and brought it over here because a lot of people thought that a Western audience would look at Super Mario Brothers, the lost levels and think that it was unfair. There's a lot of like blind jumps that you had to do. There was random stuff where the wind would be blowing and then suddenly stop, or you would be in the middle of a jump and the wind would blow and get you killed. And I think that they realized that that's not the best game design. So they decided to uh, not bring it over to the U S and instead uh, took this other game and made it Super Mario Brothers 2, which I personally think is a fantastic game. Um, that that ended up, uh, the Lost Levels ended up coming out as part of the Super Mario All-Stars, which was um, an upgraded version of all of the Super Mario games, 1, 2, 3, and Super Mario World, although the World one wasn't upgraded, uh, but 1, 2, and 3, and the lost levels were all on this one cartridge and it was probably one of the cartridges that got the most use at my house uh and then the third game that's coming out this month that's right we're back to three games is star soldier which i've never played uh 
if you're curious, why am I saying we're back to three games? Nintendo started when they first brought Nintendo Switch online out. They started bringing three games a month. And then they switched over to two games a month, although a third game would come out in Japan. And now we're back to three games a month. Uh, this is, of course, in addition to all the weird SP versions um, that have come out as well. So I'm not sure what SP version we will get this this time. Uh, but Punch-Out, Lost Levels, and Star Soldier. I Of these three, I'm most excited for Punch-Out. I'm very curious as to what you guys think. Which of these three games are you most excited for? Uh, you guys can let me know, uh, email, tweet, uh, call and leave a voicemail on the Anchor app, whatever it is. Uh, just let me know which of these three games you're most excited for. Uh, for me, it's definitely Punch-Out. I think that Punch-Out is a fantastic game. And uh, I have it on my NES Classic, but there is a problem with it that has just a little tiny bit of latency and so it makes it a kind of a hard game because that is all about timing. And I've even seen like a video where this guy who like holds the world record for uh, beating Mike Tyson's punch out, uh, he couldn't beat the NES classic version because of that latency. So I'm hoping that maybe there's some kind of fix for that with this version of it. Anyway, fingers crossed. Well, excuse me, princess. We are almost out of time, so I want to take a moment and just mention two first looks that I have over on my YouTube channel. Uh, the first one is yet another Zombie Z zombie Defense HD. Uh, that is over on my YouTube channel. It's not the best game, but it's also not expensive. And then another game that is absolutely fantastic, and I want you guys to definitely check this game out. It's called Overwhelm. And I did, I, I streamed it on Twitch yesterday. I think it was yesterday. That game is awesome. You have to check out the video. Uh, see if it's for you. Really, it's tough as nails, but it's really fun. All right, let's get to feedback. Uh, the At Real Ruby Fam uh, tweeted at me. They said, finally had time to listen to an old episode of Nintendo Switchcraft and learn that Herzog, Zwei, and Torchlighter coming to the Switch. Yes. Love Herzog's Y. That's hard to say, by the way. Lots of fun memories with that game. Thanks for what you do at Run Jump Stomp. Thank you so much for, for uh, being part of the show, Ruby Fam. I appreciate it. Um, why do you like Herzog's Y so much? Let me know. Uh, then I got an email. This comes from Love My Nest. They said, uh, if you want to email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. That's not what they said. I was just that, adding that in. Uh, Love My Nest said... Hey, Bill, great idea on the Zelda XCOM style, uh, type strategy game, similar to Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I was thinking of even taking your idea a step forward and incorporating past and present enemies from the Zelda franchise. Your team could be made up of Link, Zelda, Sheik, Impa, and maybe the four champions from Breath of the Wild as well, each with their own skill set. Link with his bow and sword and possibly hookshot, Zelda with more magical powers than each level you could each level could move you across Hyrule closer to Ganon's castle. There are so many enemies from the franchise to choose as well. Bokoblins, Lynels, Choo Choo's, Dark Knots, Lizalfos, Moblins, Wizrobes, Stalfos, and more. 
uh, somebody who doesn't play that game who just heard me list those things off, they're like, what is wrong with that guy? Is he having a seizure or something? Um, each area could have a mid and final boss and then lead up to a possible Ganondorf slash Ganon battle at the end. I would love to see Nintendo put this in the hands of Ubisoft and see what they come up with. On the flip side, my ideal game would have to be a Square Enix to have Square Enix create a Zelda JRPG set in Hyrule similar to Dragon Quest. Oh man, similar to Dragon Quest definitely would be cool. I would love to see a turn-based RPG like like Dragon Quest 11. Uh oh, any um he continues to say I just finished Dragon Quest 11 and was pulled in by how good this game looked and the deep story behind each character. Love hearing every, everyone's ideas, and it's great to see Nintendo finally taking in new ideas for their IP. Thanks. Love my Ness. That's a great idea. I would love to see it just like Dragon Quest XI, but with, uh, with, uh, with Zelda characters. That would be fantastic. Somebody else uh, either sent me a message. I don't know where I saw this, but I saw somebody mention that they would like to see um, uh, Metal Gear characters being played in the in the style of Mario plus Rabbids, which I thought that was pretty interesting as well, but I couldn't find that message again after it. Uh, make sure that you, when you guys tweet at me, use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft just because it makes it easier for me to filter stuff. Uh, Jeremy in Portland uh, emailed a while ago and somehow this, like I probably marked it as, oh, I'm going to put this in the show and then never did. So sorry about that, Jeremy. Uh, they said, hey, Bill, caught your last episode, and you mentioned, you mentioned you were looking for some indie titles that might need some attention. Here's one for you, Lost in Harmony. It's a mobile port that was on sale for a dollar. I was skeptical at first when I noticed it on the eShop because of the price, but let me tell you, it's one of the best rhythm games besides Rock Band Guitar Hero I have played. You're this kid cruising around on a skateboard, avoiding obstacles, and moving to the beat of the song. Also has a fantastic soundtrack and is challenging at times. I find the best way to play in hand... I'm sorry, let me restart that. I find the best way to play is in handheld mode with headphones on. Definitely worth the buck and some. Thank you for making great content on a consistent basis, Jeremy in Portland. Well, thank you very much, Jeremy. I will check that game out and uh, it sounds great. It's only a buck, might as well. Uh, Thank you very much. For the emails, everybody, and uh, thank you to to for the tweets as well. Don't forget to join our Discord community over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, or you can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, if you're looking to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, music today was... Uh, Balloon Trip Remix by Noteblock. I will see you all next time. Until then, stay awesome.